0: Pickaxe. We need a new um, a new national anthem, don't we? It's, do we? We're living in the era of the Czechoslovakia. Oh,
1: <laughs> if someone could write that and send it in, you know, do a <laughs> Czechoslovakia video, it's national anthem. If it's good, we'll play it. If it's not, <laughs> more for you.
2: <laughs> what kind of slant would you like them to take? Sort of a nationalistic, look how strong we are, we have all the muscles and guns. Or... Sort of, look at our nice flowers and our big rolling hills. I think just
1: anything that's sort of, hey, hey, hello, how are you doing? It's Cheggers. I don't really care what he's saying, just as long as it's got that kind of tone about it.
2: Yeah, like Um, a Cheggers slant. But sung in a beautiful operatic style.
0: Yeah. Hey.
1: Just sort of happy... I am presenting a television show, fun for all the family kind of thing.
0: Here's my knob.
1: But being sung.
0: With subtle undertones of an authoritarian dictatorship that is living under Cheggers. We don't want it to be too obvious,
2: but there's like just one menacing line.
0: (laughs) 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 We will drink the blood of our rivals. What happens in Cheggers' gulag?
1: God only knows. Everyone's naked for sure. I would oh, watch that
2: show so hard. <laughs> Naked <Nick> gulag. <laughs> hey, it's me gulag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh-huh. Cheggers gulag. Yeah. Coming soon to Channel 5. Dave. Dave. Coming yeah, soon Dave. to Dave. It's a Dave show, isn't it? Let's it go. Absolutely. Cheggers
1: gulag. I feel like it's manned by Mr. Blobby, even though I know he's <laughs> Noel affiliated.
0: He's like the warden. <laughs>
2: All of your '90s favourites. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official. Vidiots. Vidiots Podcast oh, yeah. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home And obey the law of the three us Where everybody brings a, a, thing, a thing along, along to, to talk, talk about. about I'm Ben I'm Peter And I am Michael Hello boys Hello
1: Ben and Michael
2: Hello Peter and Ben Hello Peter and Michael oh,
1: that's nice. Hello man. audience
2: Hello audience it hope you're all alright. Hmm. Feels weird, this, I don't know.
0: Well, i talk, talking, going beyond that fourth wall, just smashing that Just kicking that fucking wall right in its
2: stupid. Don't
1: face. forget to smash that fourth <laughs> wall. Ding that bell. Ding it.
2: I'd think if more people dunged the bell <laughs> in 2018, mm. we'd still have memory cards.
0: Oh, Oh, don't. It's your fault. The people not feeling guilty enough already. (laughs) (laughs) It's been, well, you pointed out it's been three years.
2: Yeah, I don't like that. Since Vidiot started. We we were only there for a year.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I think it was the last episode, wasn't it? Where we had the question, What's your biggest regret? Um, And the secret question at the end of the podcast was, All right, audience, what's your biggest regret? We had multiple people respond to the YouTube upload saying, not telling my friends. (laughs) Oh,
0: no, don't make me cry.
1: (laughs) Uh, You should have told them. We gave you ample opportunity.
2: Yeah, guys, what the fuck? Come on. But Vidyots didn't die, it just changed. And now it exists as the far more convenient once a fortnight Podyots podcast.
1: (laughs) I feel like that's what—that's um, how doctors break the news to distraught spouses that their partner has gone into a coma. Right. Look, he's not died. He's just changing. He's going to be different. In some <laughs> Greg's way.
0: In, Greg isn't dead.
1: No. He's just
0: changed. Changing. Greg's changed. Do <laughs> you <laughs> remember the Greg you fell in love with? He's gone. <laughs> oh yeah. no. We're still we're still here though in our, all of all of our lovely glory, right? Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, we're still going. We're thinking about turning the machine off. <laughs>
0: We're not, to be clear.
2: No, we're not. We're not. Podiots, podiots will continue. <laughs> it will. And vidiots will remain a part of the Yogs cast until they remember we're there and then, <laughs> and then they kick us out. <laughs> they
1: go, oh, these guys are still on the books. Oh, fuck, Let's I go- forgot
2: about these guys. <laughs>
1: I thought we sent them a letter. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Everyone's awkward. been
0: working from home and we've just been hidden in the basement this we've entire just been time. Sneakily <laughs> still coming into the building
2: every week. Yeah. No one knows. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got a way. Hey, but if you want to support us financially to allow us to keep sneaking into the Oxcast building when no one's around, uh, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiates donations. Donate three pounds or more, you'll join Pod Squad, you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the stream. We you, you may be randomly assigned the Pumpy Platoon, I said it right this week. Nice. The tiny troop or the fast crew those are the three platoons we've got there or yeah. groups or troops or crews or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fuck it is but streamlabs.com forward slash potty it's mikey who's up first in the pumpy platoon
0: stand to attention please pumpy platoon order it is redders with lekia good wait Reders slow swez lekia lekia redders slovekia <laughs>
1: That's Sorry, a pronouncing... hint to what's, what's coming with the rest of these. We're
0: only one in. Oh, Sh- Sheger's Slovakia, uh-huh. brings all the boys to the yard. Very generous donation. There, is, there is a message. I cut it off. I'm an <gasps> idiot. Oh, oh. Do you want to read it out? Oh, it's going to get sent over. I, I got it. I got it for you. What lurks in the archives at Vidiot's Manor? What mistakes and behind-the-scenes goodness is hidden away from us? The truth is out there. Also, shout-out to my partner, not married. Fight me, scrub. Thanks for putting up with my insane schedule. Kiski. 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 What is There must be some hidden stuff away in the archives, right? I've, nothing worth sharing, though. Oh, man. I don't uh, know. Just some, like, test logos
2: and stuff. The corrupted
1: yeah. footage of uh, Margaret with, like, no video, <laughs> just sound. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, not been saved, but it was at one point no. in existence.
0: It's gone. It's gone forever. But thank you. Thank you very much for the generous donation. Absolutely. Jo- Jonathan Grimwood's author, the generous Samuel De Barber, who says, has lockdown ruined the idea of a takeaway? Has it gone from a treat on a night out to just the lockdown norm was what a tipsy flatmate demanded I explain last night? So shout out to Cormac. Cheers, boys. I'm going to say yeah, uh, takeaways are just uh, brutal now, aren't they? Uh. Takeaway, more like meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you very much unstoppable michael malloy broken bits of brie bitter like chocolate kkb oh. the prince oh i forgot about that oh no yeah. kkb the princess and the glock cheddar slovakia no Suvlaki. Che- <laughs> che- <laughs> so sorry sorry cheddar suvlaki wow that's impressive cheggers lobakia ooh bella's secret porn stash Awesome Fox needs good vibes. Send me good vibes. The Czech Republic. The Old Man and the Minge. Think Stoke on Trent. Cheggers, Slovakia. Emily Lemons. Cheggers, Slovakia. Breggy Ronks. <laughs> Aaron Courtney, Sexy Bitch. Cheeky Cheggers, R.I.P. Cheggers, Slovakia. Vidiots, Presenter, Fanfic. Cheddars, Lord Vakia. Very good. Not Lenny and Chego, Slovakia. What a beautiful collection of people.
1: (laughs) Can I just say, I've just looked up, I don't know what made me do it, but I just Mm. looked up Jonathan Grimwood's author. Oh no, this is Jonathan Grimwood without an S on the end. Apparently there's there's an author called Jonathan Grimwood who's like very successful seemingly. I thought maybe he was a listener, but Jonathan Grimwood's with an S, maybe not. Maybe still successful, but not the one I'm looking at.
2: So, not if they're listening to us, no one...
1: Probably not. It's well, that's impossible. surprised me that we had potentially a very... Like, a, he's laden with awards, John Grimwood. <laughs> but, anyway.
0: We can pretend he's the real one. Maybe the other one is also
1: successful, we'll see. Anyway, uh, fall in, everyone, to Tiny Troop. Chego Slovakia. Steven Skodas. Gooey Bug Spittoon. Cassie Wolfhard Eleven. Hideo, Co, Freddy, and the Fabs. Uh, Chegas, Slovakia. The uh, Blood Sugar, What Dropped, who was very generous and said, Finally able to join the pod squad. Been following you guys since the name redacted days and loved every minute of the journey. Introduced you to my GF. She finally understands all the quotes I come out with. Now, uh, P.S. Any advice for a wannabe voice actor? Uh... Oh, man, I don't know. Um, N-
0: nail down your Bella impression and you'll be golden. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, I think the Spice
2: Girls said, you got to get with my friends.
1: If you want to be a voice actor, you got to get with my friends.
2: That- <laughs> I think maybe you should do that. Yeah.
1: Um, everyone's um, friends. Invest in a good mic makes all the difference with voice work, I would say. Yeah, uh, do it. Yeah,
0: And don't forget to have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Most yeah, importantly, fun. have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um the list continues Czechoslovakia Chegwin Slovenia Czechoslovakia, <laughs> Slovakia Tristam DPR of Czechoslovakia <laughs> uh, I'll see you when you get there Czechoslovakia, Slovakia it's the Czech Republic now Czechoslovakia, <laughs> Slovakia RIP Big to Jesus forty two Chegov's Gunderpants, Peter Chegg's Goalie Helmet, Czech Republic, Emily Lemon's Ham Flaps, oh. Oh. United United Slov- Slovak State of Chega, making Ferret Pancakes, I'm not fucking reading that, is the name that it says there, the Michael Jugstone, Czech Republic, a.k.a. Czechia, <laughs> the Dominic, the Dom Inican Republic, with a hyphen. Very good. And Dave Benson, Philippines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a a slog, but it's beautiful. It's It's really
2: good, isn't it? I'm actually going to open mine in in the spreadsheet because it's too small for me to read properly. (laughs) Uh, Billy Billyapolis, Czechoslovakian teen wife, Kez of Czechoslovakia, Oliver... A real six year old. <laughs> so oh no! That Not a
1: real one, surely.
2: Cheggers loves Sakia. <laughs> Cheggers, Slow vacuumer. <laughs> Cheggers is a Slagia. Che- Chegg wins Slow Wonky win. Che- <laughs> <laughs> what? The Czech Republic. The Czech Republic. Cheggers, Lavakia Langclore. Chegger hang on Chegger's claw nice oh Czechoslovakia, Mr Maka Kermit the Fog respect non-owl Royal Roy Hodgson Czechoslovakia, <laughs> Slovakia Cheggers Johnny Masella doesn't care Chegger's <laughs> Not even Wensley Dave BP was very generous and said thank you beautiful boys and all girls for the years of your unique brand of merriment and fart attainment. Mm. Can you give a shout out to my brilliant, weird and wonderful wife, Katie, and also our dog and cats, Tigger, Snow and Sooty since they are good boys and girl.
1: Hello Katie and Tigger and Snow and Sooty. Hello all, love you. Hello, thank you very much.
2: Czechoslovakia, chief kegwin of slovakia cheggers slovakia the real quarantian who says hi beautiful and was very generous hi beautiful boys i work in a hospital and though i'm not a nurse the grim situation has taken its toll more than i ever expected i've been a long time fan but over the past 12 months you provided an hilarious respite and helped me to cope thanks boys thank you quarantine thank you quarantine thank you very much uh, we've also got Brave Fentos and the Sex Pests Triple Jump and oh. Shut Up
0: Cheggers, You're Dead Beautiful, <laughs> what a collection
2: Oh, Re- that was uh, a We get to do that all over again at the end, huh?
1: <laughs> oh, oh
0: no, no. What, a t- <laughs>
2: what
1: a We will treat. read every one Every single Even one Even though y- <laughs> you guys can't tell which one was you and which one was <laughs> someone else Yeah <laughs>
2: thank you very much that's your pod squad you're all brilliant and generous streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show okay peter
1: over to you hello i am question master this week i've got some questions from people who sent them on twitter this first one is from romeo at bjorn q on twitter who says two birds with one stone Cold feet and taking the bull by the horns. Make one idiom up each and the context behind it. And then there's a white heart emoji and then a sort of call me emoji. You know, the call me symbol. Call me. Wicked, etc. Yes. Um, So, obviously, I've had slightly more time to think about this than you guys have because it's just been sprung upon you. Mm. But uh, I, I came up with one. And Ooh. you guys can think while I'm describing mine. Um, oh man, I'm just gonna, just gonna have to use the middle urinal, I think. Just gonna have to use the middle urinal, or urinal, as they would say. But I'm trying to be, trying to be international about this. <laughs> of about this. No one wants to use the middle urinal, right? Yeah. People, people don't do it. It's not socially acceptable. Uh, it, it, it. I don't know if ladies know this, but some urinals. Uh, some some bathrooms or toilets in public spaces have urinals on the wall, which are wall-mounted toilets that you do your whittles into. And, hey, if you want to take a poo in it, you can if you want. No one's going to stop you because they probably no think one, you're dangerously insane. No
2: one's going to stop you.
1: Um, and you sometimes they're like singular ones uh, just arranged on a wall and sitting be- and standing between two other people who are on adjacent urinals, is a sort of social faux pas. Not for any particular reason. I don't know if it's like... It's just not... It's just people don't do it. You just don't do it. I think it goes back to everyone's school days when, you know, it's people think you're weird. You're trying to look at a Wilson if you're doing it. You're a pervert.
0: <laughs> oh, you touched my shoulder by accident. Get away. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: disgusting. Alternatively, sometimes there are big sort of trough urinals. Uh, and again, sort of standing in between two people... Uh, despite the fact that you're all sharing a trough together is, uh, is not the done thing. However, sometimes, <coughs> if it's really busy, people do use the middle urinal. Or, if you're that really is. desperate and you don't want to wait, you'll use it. So, really, it's just another version of, like, biting the bullet or mm, kind mm. of... I like to think it's not just about biting the bullet. It's everyone knowingly is aware that you wouldn't normally do this thing but we all agree that like needs must in this situation. It's like a group version of bite the bullet. Mm. So, you know, oh just gonna have to really gonna have to just suck it up and use the mill urinal, I think.
0: Okay, that's, I, that's my I idiom. like it. I like it. Mm. Yeah. God, yours know, is gonna be so much more thought out than anything I come up with. Oh, no. <laughs> um for some reason I'm I'm not, I'm I'm gravitating towards like a grab life by the something like that's going just like do it. Yeah. I feel like um,
2: I'm going to get in trouble with the teacher. But when you read the question out...
1: Yeah. I was not on this planet, Peter. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs)
2: Can you please repeat it
1: for me? I'm going to repeat it for you, and then you're going to have to write it 100 times before you go home today. And I'm going to do the teacher thing, which is when you hand it in to me, I'm not even going to look at the piece of paper. I'm going to tear it up and put it in the bin. Did your teachers do that when you did lines?
2: Sounds like it would um, sort of deflate me morally and perhaps I it would only harden my resolve to be a <laughs> rebel because I was disrespected in such a manner by an authority yeah. figure. <laughs>
1: um, young Mister Pot- Master Potter. Yes, I'm here. Much like two birds with one stone or getting cold feet or mm. taking the bull by the horns, you must yes. make up one idiom and give the context behind it. I see. So we okay. want some kind of metaphorical... Phrase, an allegory, uh, you know, or a simile or something. Okay,
2: I've got one. Yeah. Ooh. Sometimes you've just got to take the hot lettuce with the reheated burger.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's actually pretty good.
1: What and what fu- does that mean, Ben? I mean, I'm sure we can all work it out. That's the point of the metaphor, but just we're going to need it. Romeo wants it.
2: Romeo wants it. Well, for Romeo, anything. Um... So when you're reheating because you're a disgusting blob man and you order too much food most of the time, right? Yeah. You put some of it in the fridge for the next day. And when you get a burger, they put that like weird green stuff in it. And I think mm. it kind of, like grows out of the floor, like the outside floor. Yeah. And um when it gets reheated in the microwave, it goes all soggy and, and no one wants hot lettuce. Nobody wants it. But it's part and parcel of getting the burger, which is the good thing. And sometimes it's you gotta take the hot lettuce with the reheated
0: burger. Yeah, you do. That's very good. I like that. That's true. Oh, hot lettuce is gross. I'm
2: sorry you had to repeat the question, Peter. It was <laughs> disrespectful of me.
1: That's okay. Just, just hand them in at the end. That's all. That's all you have to
2: do. I was reading the Czechoslovakias again. Right? <laughs> just <laughs> counting how many. <laughs> just looking at them.
0: Still let it happen again, Mr. Potter. I'll be writing home to your parents. I won't. I promise. Um, I think maybe this is the worst one ever, but I'm going to suck it up and put the folded paper underneath the table leg. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's
1: also good.
0: Yeah. Just when you finally think there's been a minor annoyance in your life and you just think, screw it, I'm just going to fix it. I'm going to suck it up and fold up the paper and put it underneath the table leg. I'm
1: going to finally that- do it. I've mm. been putting up with this shitty yeah. table for ages. It's and
0: just just need that little push, the willpower to fix it for everyone on this godforsaken probably meal table space yeah. zone. Yeah. This is gonna, one that's going to be used for the ages by people across the world. I think mm. so.
1: Yeah. It's going to yep. make it into the, the idiom dictionary that everyone has on their shelf in their house. Vidium.
0: <laughs> Vidiums, the the yeah. there the we
1: go <laughs> uh, Great, well, it's time for a thing um, I don't think I've gone first for a while so I could just could just do mine It's
2: up to you Get in there, son
1: I don't think I have I could to- be totally wrong about that Maybe I'm just jumping the gun again but anyway, give it a go um, This was sent to me Oh, actually, I better, I better look up who sent this to me cause So, so um, Amy shared this with me the other day and I was like, oh, well, that is that is prime poddy, it's material and then I told <laughs> you guys not to read any articles that had a certain... <laughs>
2: Full stop.
1: Well, yeah, don't read anything at <laughs> all um, that had like a, a certain... I told you to avoid cho- uh, cockerels and roosters, is, is mm. what I said. I'm very um, excited.
0: I've managed to avoid all cockerels and roosters for two weeks now. And oh, I'm de- excellent.
1: I'm very pleased. And then someone sent it to me on Twitter, and I'm desperately scrolling through my mentions here. Oh, I found it. Uh, Lucy... Uh, at River Fox, but with a three instead of the E in River. Uh thank you, Lucy, for sending this. Uh, as it would as luck would have it, I'd already seen it, but I appreciate it all the same. According to BBC.co.uk forward slash news, forward slash world hyphen Asia, hyphen India.
2: I love that one.
1: Indian man killed by his own bird during cockfight. Oh
0: no. Oh amazing. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Poetic justice. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna celebrate the death of a man, but you know, you, you you have to take the lettuce with the hot burger. Or You've gotta, you gotta something like that.
2: You've got to piss in that middle urinal sometimes.
1: <laughs> you have to, yeah. Now, this this headline is nothing like where the article is gonna go. It's not just that a man has been killed by a cockerel. A cockerel that had been fitted with a knife <laughs> Wait, for an illegal cockfight has killed its owner in southern India. <laughs>
0: I didn't realise cockfights were getting like this now. Wow. Yeah, it's turning into robot
1: wars. <laughs> <laughs> it was an armed cockcrawl. Uh,
0: crowbot wars? No, it doesn't really work, does it? Oh, It's close, yeah, we're the, getting the
1: there. Cockerel's crow.
0: Yeah, yeah there we go. Like Ro-cock wars? I don't know, that might be too oh. much of a
1: mouthful. The bird's owner was impaled in the groin by the knife as the animal tried to escape. The man died on the way to hospital from a loss of blood police are now searching for 15 more people involved in the event now when Amy was reading this to me I thought it was going to be police are now searching for an armed cockerel that's on the (laughs) loose it's not not to be approached Um, but the the event took place in the village of Lothanur in Telangana State earlier this week apologies for butchering that the animal was held at a police station before being transferred to a farm which is nice. Sounds like an epithet for being put down, but yes. I think it did actually go to a farm. Uh, police said the animal was being readied to take part in a fight when it tried to escape. Its owner attempted to catch it, but it was stru- uh, but was struck by the seven centimeter long—that's three inch—knife on the bird's leg during the struggle. Those involved in the event face charges of manslaughter, illegally betting, and hosting a cockfight, the AFP News Agency reports. Local police officer B. Jeevan said the animal would be taken to court as evidence at <laughs> a later date, oh, amazing. according to the New Indian Express. Cockfighting was made illegal in India in 1960, but fights are still relatively common in rural areas, uh... It's not the first time an owner has been killed by their cockerel. Last year, a man in and- Andhra Pradesh died after he was hit in the neck by a blade attached to his bird. Oh my God! According to CNN, the owner was taking his animal to a cockfight when the incident occurred.
0: I'm just wow. pictur- picturing them bringing like the, the chicken to the. The, um, the courthouse. And, right well, we've got to recreate the scene accurately. So they try to attach the knife onto the chicken again. And oh it tries to escape again and kills someone else. Oh, it's God. just a never-ending cycle of cutting new court dates and people getting killed. I just
1: love the idea that it's necessary to present the cockerel as evidence in a trial. <laughs> like, surely as long as people know what a cockerel is, they don't need to see the exact one. But apparently so.
2: Also, aren't cockfights brutal and barbaric enough without strapping weaponry to your bird. And then putting it on your bird at home yeah. before driving it or transporting it to the fight. Mm-hmm. There's just so many so many things that they've done wrong here beyond have a cockfight to begin with.
1: Yeah. Uh, I saw in a different write-up of this that the reason that they sometimes attach... I think in other articles it's said to be a razor blade... On the oh, cockerel, but i much prefer the idea that it had a knife
2: um, <laughs> yes it's a big bowie knife
1: yeah uh but uh, apparently it's done to ensure that fights are over quickly and that there that a winner can be declared um,
0: right so i guess it helps pull in the punters as well like imagine it's like a wwe wrestling night and no
1: dqs
0: <laughs> top of the leaderboard is the cock with a glock <laughs> oh man
2: yeah that guy's gonna win Excellent. every time oh yeah <laughs> don't teach chickens how to use guns.
1: I just I love the idea of... I mean, I don't love the idea because it's animal baiting and it's awful, but just the image of loads of men and women, or women, uh, standing around a ring cheering with betting slips held tightly in their fists as two cockerels with knives just <laughs> charge at each other. They, Why don't they just play Beyblades? Like, surely that's more oh, fun. That I
2: don't know. You would have thought that would be... So much more exciting.
1: Yeah. Um, there's some related stories here. Man killed by cockfighting bird and fighting rooster kills Philippines police officer. Oh, How did man. that happen? Wow. God. Oh, yeah, the same. So it had a blade on it and it cut his artery. He was rushed to hospital.
2: These chickens um, are dangerous, man. I don't know. They are. don't know yeah. if we can trust them. Yeah. Spurs,
1: they're called, these blades. Spurs? Yeah, they have spurs like cowboys.
0: Wait, why am I googling this? This is a tricky. No, what are you? What are you doing, Michael?
1: <laughs> Provinci- uh, Provincial Police Chief Colonel Arnold Appuud told news agency AFP that the accident was unfortunate, calling it a piece of bad luck that I cannot explain. That's <laughs> it's
0: not really word. bad luck, though. Is oh, it?
2: Ma- oh, bad luck, friend.
0: Oh, yeah. put myself in this really dangerous situation. Whoops. Oh well. Oh, yeah. But that's some tough luck. Man, it really
1: sucks to be you. I
0: never would have guessed that that bird would be
2: furious. It's fucking yeah. weird, man. What is? Sh- can't explain it. No. What was going through that bird's mind?
1: What are the odds? i bet take the bird to court. It's their fault. It's gonna to go to bird court. Yeah. <laughs> what well, are the chances that when we attached a, a knife to that live animal that something could have gone wrong?
0: <laughs> God, never would have guessed it. And especially hasn't happened several times before this incident. Yeah. Never.
1: Oh, it's happened in California as well.
0: Whoa, it's spreading. Damn it. I wish there was just a way we could have seen this coming, you know. If only we could yeah. stop putting knives on the back of birds. But, but Michael, we can't. No. Because that's how you do the cockfights now. There's, I'm not going to a
2: cockfight if there isn't a <laughs> knife strapped to the bird.
1: They really like it. We've spoken to the ambassador for cockerels and he says on behalf of all cockerels, look, we like having knives put on us and fighting with them. Yeah. So you're not taking them away from us. It's our, it's our First Amendment right.
0: <laughs> oh, the chicken union's up in arms. Oh, yeah, it God. is. Big bird. <laughs> Big bird. Very good. Oh, deary, dearie me. Just to be perfectly clear,
2: mm. just in case anyone is not getting the several layers of sarcasm... <laughs> Cockfighting's very bad.
1: It's very bad.
0: It just shouldn't need be said, but we do have to say it. Don't make your birds fight.
1: Yeah. Knives or no knives. Yeah.
2: Flipping heck. Wow, well, that was a ride. Thank you, Peter.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. And thank you to those who shared that with me to uh, pass on. Beautiful. (laughs) The last US state to make it illegal. Uh, did so in 2007
2: name and shame name and shame
1: Uh, it was legal until 2007 in Louisiana it's an old rural tradition (laughs) love traditions that's fine then (laughs) wonderful well it's time for another question Mm. Um, this this is from uh, Addy at 2addy underscore p who says, what's the most questionable thing you've ever eaten, and did it end up being all right? Hmm. Um, I can't remember if I've told this story before, so I'm just going to tell it, and you'll have to suck it up and do the paper table if you don't like it. (laughs) Um, I once was taken to a Michelin star restaurant. It was for one of my parents' 50th or 60th birthdays or something so we went all out with a couple of family friends and like there's sort of like seven or eight of us went to a really fancy restaurant i think it was marco pierre white the tv chef um and uh it was one of those things where they bring you like eight courses and it's all like small things on a plate and it's like, there's lots of just foam and like air on it. Um,
0: <laughs> Served on the back of a man's hand or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Moose. Um, and sort of three or four courses in, this plate of like small, delicate, little delicious meats arrived. And I have always been a meat fan. And I thoroughly enjoyed all of the meats, um, despite the fact that I think I was warned ahead of time that one of the meats was a sweetbread, um, which... Now, here's the thing. I was told at the time it was lamb's testicles, and (laughs) it was fine. It was nice, in fact, not just fine. It was not the texture you would have expected from testicles. Now, some people might immediately take to the comments and go, "Uh, I think you'll find that sweetbreads are erroneously called lamb's testicles, but really they are... Let's find it here. Uh, the thymus gland or possibly the pancreas. Oh. Um, however, that seems to be one of those things where people say it's a myth, but the myth is that it's a myth. And you can, in some circles, call testicles sweetbreads if you so wish. Um, and I'm I'm reasonably sure that we were told they were testicles, and I don't think anyone would tell you they were testicles uh, if they weren't. So pretty sure that i've eaten a lamb's bollock before and it was nice. okay it was it was nice it just kind of it was like a little meatball it didn't feel like chewy or anything weird it, it was just like it felt like lean meat um it oh. tasted very nice because it'd been cooked by a clever person it's not like
0: a grape or anything like i'm imagining in my head
1: no yeah i mean if someone had said to me i think back then i was naive enough to think well it. It's a nice restaurant, so it will be nice. I think mm. nowadays if I'd not had it before and then someone said, Bite into this, it's a testicle I would think like, Oh man, that's gonna be like just cartilage. It's gonna be like
2: Ugh.
1: unchewable. Mm. Um but it was it wasn't like that at all. It was actually quite nice. Not saying I'd, you know, order them on my next Iceland shop, but um <laughs> you know, pff, that is why mums go.
0: That is for those lamb balls. Yeah. I feel like it- Every time I went on holiday to Spain with my parents, I occasionally would go to like a not-great hotel, but they'd be all-inclusive, so it'd be like a buffet of food every night. And I feel like if I could somehow transport back in time and have a look at those buffets, I'd I feel like I would fully appreciate the fact I'm dicing with death at every spoonful right there. <laughs> there one hotel it was like we got into the room and there was cockroaches all over the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> and it just kinda of like set the tone for like what this place would be. And I just I've I've got, I feel like I've got weird smells etched in my brains and like stained food containers. Ugh. I just i d I've got a feeling they're not adhering to strict food control protocol and keeping it above <laughs> sixty degrees at all times letting it fester with little mm. bacteria. Mm. It's flavour, Michael. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah that's what Protein. The, it's, the dishes are never washed because that's seasoning. You just put some new chicken in it, yeah. bam, it absorbs the flavour of everything around it. It's
1: like one of those old, like, skillets or whatever, those pans that you're not supposed to clean. And yeah. They, they keep them in families for generations, except instead of being a really nice cast-iron pan from, like, the medieval period, it's just... <laughs> an aluminium tray that's green <laughs> but hey no it's the family skillet
0: can't so wash it. lasagna for 30 years now mm, awful <laughs> delicious
1: the best thing about buffets is that when they put the new stuff on it goes onto the top rather than at the bottom therefore the stuff at the bottom <laughs> stays at the bottom <laughs> yeah for two days
0: oh please can we leave buffets in a in a in a <laughs> I Like, just leave them out of this I poor fucking pandemic world. miss buffets <laughs> oh, so <no>. <laughs> much.
1: <laughs> you want to go to Zaza's? I
2: want to it's... bury my face in a buffet when this is done. The Zaza in Bristol
0: a couple of months ago was like set on fire. Uh, that that's fucking serves it right. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, that was a really bad that's... one
0: people were like guessing that it was an insurance job because of all the money they lost they thought right we'll settle yeah, fire. Yeah. <laughs> get our money back that real
2: estate must cost them a fortune it's massive oh, yeah. it's in such a an amazing place yeah.
0: yeah awful what a
2: terrible anyway anyway I've spoken about oily bread before
1: <laughs> oily bread yeah
2: on this podcast oh no please don't uh, so I won't retread that ground it was my attempt to make fried bread not really understanding what fried bread was where basically I ate half a loaf of bread and half a bottle of sunflower oil.
0: Oh, (laughs) Um, oh, God.
2: And and I wasn't well. But uh, more recently than that, I think this was last year, actually. I don't have anything particularly fancy or exciting to talk about, but I was trying to make, as a lot of people have been doing, make the stuff that I have in the cupboards go a bit further. Right. Yeah. So I had a fair amount of fusilli pasta, I had one tin of tuna, and don't think i had a great deal of mayonnaise and i thought i'll make some tuna pasta and i can have that for like a few meals or something I don't know. yeah and i made it and it turned out there was way more pasta than i thought and i had this one tin of tuna that did not go very far at all <laughs> and it and i overcooked the pasta as well oh no to the extent that it was just this this yellow paste beige mass of pasta with one flake of tuna per mouthful. Oh. Oh, and it was God. awful. And in an attempt to make it a bit more edible and give it some flavor, I put a load of Heinz barbecue sauce in it. Oh, oh jeez! And I thought, that's something, that will that will make this bearable. And it didn't. And I put the entire thing back in the pasta bag and threw it all in the outside bin because I didn't want it inside anymore.
1: Oh, the the barbecue sauce is way worse that's
0: just i thought i was weird for having tuna pasta and gravy but for some reason barbecue sauce is... i wouldn't normally but then i
2: thought no. <laughs> but then i thought times. i've
0: got there's no there's no flavor <laughs> i've got to
2: have something and it made it so much worse it was then stodgy and overcooked and there was no there's no meat fish meat in there at all
0: I'm just kind of picturing a a tuna porridge at this point, essentially.
1: (laughs) I love that my answer to this question, I don't make a habit of going to Michelin-style restaurants, let me tell you. It was a very extravagant, stupidly expensive thing for the family that we probably haven't financially recovered from to this day. But, you know, I'm like, oh, yes, well... I once ate a lamb's testicle. Of course, it's known as sweetbread in the industry. Uh, and then you're like, "Yeah, I had my barbecue <laughs> pasta blob." And Michael's like, "Yeah, I nearly ate—probably nearly ate a cockroach at some point." In- <laughs>
0: <laughs> different, different strokes. Hey, though. we've
1: yeah.
2: all—we've all struggled in our own ways.
1: We have, yeah. Barbatuna, badster. Mm. Yeah amazing it's time for a thing from one of you boys
0: Ooh! do you want to does everyone fancy a little fight <gasps> fight fuck yeah you got the knives are there knives involved <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've got the knives if you've got the, if you've got the gorilla gorilla glue we'll stick it on some chickens and let's go <laughs> okay that's just that's just remind me now of the time that's when was sticking little trump hats onto pigeons oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a weird time we live in oh, this fucking world it's time to get fit and healthy and get one of our five a day it's time to decide the ultimate fruit oh Ooh. okay because I mean,
1: <laughs> there are only so many fruits that i actually like so this won't say
0: <laughs> it's also it turns out there's less fruit than you think without going into the esoteric weird fruit section so there's mm. a few berries in here but I've, try, I've tried to keep it as relatable as possible Mm-hmm. So, so this is it this is our ultimate 2021 fitness guide just eat this one fruit that wins this and you'll be the healthiest boy around Excellent. so I think the first few rounds like the first rounds will be pretty straightforward since it's kind of like I feel like it's fairly obvious to me but we'll find out we'll find out I think it'll definitely got to start getting harder later on as we're going to the more fan favorites okay so let's start with I think this is a weird pairing Peach and pomegranate. Oh. so uh, Pomegranate to me has always been just like an annoying, finicky disappointment of a fruit. So I'm, I'm throwing my hat in that corner and saying, screw pomegranates. Okay, fuck pomegranates.
1: I like pomegranate juice. Oh yes. Yeah, I mean, as a fruit, I'd rather eat a peach than a pomegranate. It's just, I don't even know what you do with a pomegranate.
0: Mm, put it in the bin. <laughs> yeah, yeah take that, you fruit. fruit. I, just, I don't know if it's just how my mom taught me to eat them, but, like, we'd cut them in half and get, like, a little needle and, pick up, like, pick them out one by one and put them in my mouth. Right. Or is that, is that not even remotely normal?
1: No, I, I don't know. All I know is sometimes they put, like, half a... I think I'm thinking of pomegranate. They put, like, half a pomegranate in, like, a cocktail sometimes, like, floating on the yes, top. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. Oh, so yeah, something like that.
1: If you... And
0: sometimes they tip the contents of the
1: pomegranate into the into the glass before they leave the empty shell on top. So then if you're drinking through a straw, you end up with, like, this pulpy, seedy mess going up the straw and clogging it up. And I really hate it when they put, like, pomegranate mush inside your drink. So, yeah, screw that. I'm going peach.
2: Do you agree, Ben? Yeah, I'm definitely also going peach, but mainly because I... It looks like an ass. Yes, yes. Ah,
1: yeah. I
2: I don't think I've ever had a pomegranate. I've probably had the flavouring in something, and also mm. I don't think I've ever eaten a peach either. But I've definitely had peach Ooh. stuff, you know, peach yeah. yogurts or bits of peach in a thing.
1: Schnapps, schnapps. Oh yeah.
2: but I don't think I've ever actually just straight up, you know, eaten that big ass fruit.
0: Mm-hmm. Peach has more reach in the taster sphere so yep. peach goes on through. Peach, coconut versus pear
1: coconut oh it's very divisive fruit a coconut a lot of people hate coconut but i'm really i love yeah, it i on, wasn't expecting that like biscuits and stuff like Nice biscuits are great
0: i'm not a fan as coconut i'm a fan of coconut as a flavor but as like an actual like the fruit itself is lovely bash it open chisel out a little bit of flesh it's lovely it's definitely like a one-off treat fruit though
2: mm-hmm. oh, i've never eaten a coconut like the way mikey's described Um, It's been a very long time since I've had a pear, but I do like coconut-flavoured things. Yeah, I'll eat those bounties. Give them to me. You don't want them in the selection box. Pears are They're (laughs) tough. They're tough eaten. They're fibrous. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And not many things are flavoured like pears because... No, that's true, actually. Why would you Mm. want that? They don't taste bad. I like a pear, but I I think the fact I haven't had one since becoming an adult
1: is... uh, (laughs) Says a lot. I'm going to
2: go with coconut.
1: I like pear drops, but they're probably not one of your five a day. Probably,
2: probably not. Well, neither are bounties. But
0: <laughs> no. I like to think <laughs> that. Sure right. if you eat enough of them, it'll be co- it'll like cross over yeah, the one of the one of your allowance. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. fine. Coconut goes on through. Quite surprised by that, mm. but yeah, pears. Just, I don't know when they're good, the good. When the bad, which is most often, it's not even worth thinking about them. Yeah, get out of here. Get the fuck out. Kiwi versus raspberries. So I think raspberries are more synonymous with like sweetie, sweetie little sweeties. Sweetie for loo. Yes. Sweetie little sweeties. And jams. Jams, of course. Yes. Kiwis. Do you eat kiwis skin as well when you eat them, if you eat them?
2: No. I mean, I don't eat them. Bite into it like an apple.
0: The best way to eat them is just chew through that skin, that lovely hairy little outer layer. I, I can't hope. tell if you're joking. Do you do that? No, genuinely. Yeah, I eat them. Eat the skin. Okay. It's it's fine. It's it's totally edible. It's quite nice. It's a good source do of you fiber. You shave
1: it first, or do oh, you just Oh no, it. hair and all, please. Oh. Mm.
0: Do you comb it first, or
1: yeah, style it with hair gel, a spike bit of gel, it up,
0: have it look all cool and spiky, frost some tips. Would you like
1: something in it? Uh... <laughs>
0: Ready for the
2: school disco? I don't. I've never had a kiwi fruit. Can't say I'm particularly fussed about trying one. Not that I no. dislike it, but well, I don't really eat raspberries either. But I'll I'll have raspberry-flavored stuff. So, raspberries,
0: raspberries, I like
1: raspberries. I occasionally have them as a as a pudding Pud- uh, oh, put, put. Yeah, raspberries Oof. are great.
0: Raspberries go on through. Okay. Strawberry versus pineapple. Oh, pineapple. Oh, really?
2: Love pineapple. It's delicious. Pineapple juice is so bad for
0: you, but it's so, (laughs) so good. Yeah. It's like the kind of juice that's more of a syrup than Mm. anything. It's Mm. it's flipping lovely. Oh,
1: it tastes good for sure. I think sometimes the flesh can be a bit tougher than I'd like. I wish it wasn't quite as, that's another, feels a bit fibrous, I think sometimes.
2: Yeah. Pineapple. You're talking about pineapple yeah, or testicles again. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: sweet blobs. I think that strawberries, if you account for, like, just the flavor of strawberry, I think that's probably the best fruit flavor of all. I think strawberry anything is mm. the best. Like, It is. You're yeah. Talking sweets or drinks or, yeah. you know, strawberries are just amazing. I think strawberries themselves, I kind of wish they they weren't as... Weird and seedy on the outside, oh
2: really? Yeah, have some fucking modesty strawberries
0: on clean yeah. yourself up,
1: put your bits away, God, <laughs> what are you doing? Um on balance, I don't think I could do without strawberry in the universe uh, over pineapple in assuming that sort of strawberry flavored things then also disappeared. I think I'd have to keep strawberries over pineapple myself.,
0: Ooh, I'm torn because pineapple can sometimes be a bit much. And strawberry, on the other hand, can sometimes be not enough when you eat natural strawberry fruit. Sometimes it's kind of like watery and nothing and it's a bit disappointing. Hmm. Mm.
1: I think you're calling it, Mikey, though. You've got to make the deciding vote.
0: I think you, you have swung it, Peter with, like, the extended strawberry universe of flavours. Right. We have managed to make this tournament about fruit more about
2: sweets <laughs> and their flavours in other bad for you things then hey true. I just I just think
0: that speaks to the power of the fruit hey, that's it's got a, strawberry's got a great brand exactly yeah, it it's all about brand 2021 where's your brand at come on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at
2: strawberry on twitter
0: <laughs> god I wonder who, if there is like any official mascots or figureheads for fruits Japan will have one I'm sure strawberry coon <laughs> strawberry coon pineapple chan
1: grape coon maybe grape
2: coon
0: oh, yeah, oh well done <laughs> that's amazing Pear Senpai Melon San (laughs) Melon San Melon San Melon San that's all you need to do ah banana versus the trusty old melon I say the I mean like this covers all melons so honeydew watermelon banana I like
2: banana flavoring in my extended universe of food (laughs) ice cream um milkshake Oh, banana ice cream! That's a good show. Yeah, all good. Love it.
1: I'm not huge into banana flavor, actually. Um, No, I I think because when I was younger, I had some medicine for something when I was (gasps) when I was a kid that tasted a banana, and it was disgusting, and I I hated it. (laughs) Feel like I
2: vaguely remember that. That's weird. Banana, I would say, is probably one of the few fruits that tastes pretty close to its sweetie neighbors.
1: That's true. <laughs> Unlike yeah.
2: strawberry, yeah. which doesn't taste like it at all,
1: in my opinion. Sugar and red. Yeah, red yeah. sugary flavour. <laughs> yeah, true, true.
0: Um, I'm erring on the side of melon here myself, because I'm a I'm a big sucker for a honeydew. Nom, nom, nom.
1: I like me- melon flavour for sure. And um, yeah, yeah, I like watermelon. I don't have any strong opinions on honeydew, but... Mm.
0: Well, we used to work with
2: him in the office. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like watermelon, but I do like
0: honeydew. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going I'm to put melon through. Melon's through to the next round. Yeah. Orange. And blueberries. Mm.
2: It's got to be orange because of its power and <laughs> presence in almost everything. Hunter, come on. <laughs> blueberries are also delicious as a smoothie, but I don't want to eat. The little rabbit pellets that are blue,
1: no with the tiny little crunchy seed inside that's just big and irritating enough that you don't want it in there, but still very small that it's hard to just remove mm. um, yeah i I agree oranges they've you know the the uh the orange the o c u is a big. <laughs> It's a big player out there in terms of annoying fruit orange. extended universes.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, YouTube sensation. You don't have annoying blueberry, do you? You don't. No. you don't. I, <laughs> I rest my case. So that's how we're doing fruits now is by what, what flavors they're used in and also what YouTube channels they've been represented in. Is
1: there an annoying one?
0: <laughs> an Orange, in this case, sparkles on through. Blueberries are nice, but I just find them, I don't know, a little bit lackluster most of the time. But and they're not, yeah, not really a big flavour in other things. Sorry, blueberries are going down. I've got a feeling I know exactly where this one's going to be going. But um, apples apple. versus f- figs. Oh. <laughs> Michael, you really <laughs> fucked figs over, didn't you? they <laughs> were going to get fucked over no matter what. It was just, it was just there for the number. It's an, it's, the,
1: it's <laughs> apple. It's an apple day. Definitely apples.
0: Yeah, apples. Apple. There you go. Sorry, fig. You don't even get a discussion. Screw off. Grapes and mango grape
1: oh mangoes are very tasty but like who can be asked even buying mangoes
0: (laughs) that's the i did buy a mango like last week whoa and it took three minutes to kind of carve it to a suitable point gross i thought i could that's a punnet of grapes in that time (laughs) i like
1: mango flavored drinks but and you know if they go in cocktails and stuff but i just love grapes red or green they just they're all they're all wonderful
0: Mm -hmm. they're all good to me yep yeah.
1: somehow made it so that they don't have seeds in them and i oh. don't really get how that
0: works but... oh i bought a big box of candy floss grapes ages ago there the they what? it's it's just, it's like kind of it's like a, a grape that's been bred to be more flavorful and sweet and it's oh. kind of like so it's kind of akin to candy floss it doesn't really taste like candy floss but it's that kind of sugariness wow and it's, yeah it's just like a wholly natural grape i think i think unless it's dipped in something
1: you also bring us wine <gasps>
0: which is grapes important. grapes win <laughs> yeah. I, which is I like mango f- if mango flavoured stuff doesn't tickle me but a real mango yeah that's that's nice also but the grapes make it through the grapes are
2: still on the stem as well so you still feel like you're doing some work by retrieving them from
0: the plant that's true yeah yeah <laughs> it's like what? I'm foraging my, my elders would, would my like ancestors it. would be so proud
1: <laughs> yeah I'm hunting and gathering <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i do like that grapes is like a, an exercise tool just to get back in touch with the hunter gatherer years yeah that's oh. the only
1: reason i eat pistachios because i just think hey, i'm doing work
0: just for an experience other than opening up a bit of package yeah
1: natural nature's package yeah is what i open
0: crunchy yeah. Right, we're on to... Well, that's the first round of things gone, so now we're just into the the knockout stages of who do we love most? Mm. Peach or coconut?
1: Coconut, I
0: think, personally. Wait, did I screw this up? Mm -hmm. Did peach make it through? No, it didn't. Was it pomegranate? Oh, fuck. No, 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 it wasn't. Pear? Wait, what?
1: (laughs) What was peach up against to begin with? I
0: can't remember. (laughs) Michael... (laughs)
1: How do you what's the system here? How do you how do you I'd, keep track of these? He was
2: explaining it to me before we started. He's gone about it ass backwards, Peter.
0: <laughs> I may I look right, I found a website where you make brackets and I was like, all right, cool, I'll do that. And then was like, to actually use this bracket, you need to make an account and blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I was like, Oh screw this, I'll just take a screenshot of the bracket I've put together, import it into Photoshop, and then cut out each individual word and move it around right. uh, in Photoshop. <laughs> but I, I, can, I can confirm, I found the original web page. It is peach versus coconut. Okay. It was peach and pomegranate, and peach made it through, Then coconut and pear, and coconut made it through. Jesus. Right.
1: I think coconut. <laughs>
0: coconut. Ooh. Really? I'm saying peach, but coconut goes through just by, by numbers alone. Raspberries versus strawberries.
1: Strawberries. Strawberries. Yeah,
0: that's a strong, strong strawberry melons or oranges 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 oh okay yeah actually i can agree with that i can agree with that and apple versus grape apple
1: oh, see those are my two favorite fruits i think but
0: <sighs> it's a tricky one because apples are like a, a worldy world rounder just good fruit
1: I mean before we started this tournament I kind of thought that Apples should win even though I mean I want Grapes to come second but obviously that's not an option anymore so I'll say Apples
0: I'm going to say Grapes myself
1: <gasps> What did you say Ben
0: Apples Oh well Apples you threw Okay so we've kind of got a got a world class final stretch going on here Yeah I can't believe bananas didn't win. Sorry, I was about to say we got all all, all of the all the all stars in, but yeah, bananas didn't make it through. Right. Disgusting.
1: Disgusting, aren't they?
0: Coconut or strawberry? Strawberry. 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 I agree. Orange versus apple.
1: Apple for me. I'm
0: Oh man. Well I like I really I really like oranges and satsumas and Fanta and all that good stuff. But apples <laughs> <Fanta>. <laughs>
1: No, not really sure. like oranges and satsumas and Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that's why. I, so as a fruit, that's why I said apple. But if you consider the extended universe, probably orange.
2: Mm. I'm leaning towards orange as much as I love an apple. I can't say outside of apple juice, I have any other kind uh, in it in uh, any other form.
1: Yeah. An orange juice is the king of juices, whatever
0: way you look at it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Or queen. Or queen. Or queen. Is that orange through to the final round, I think? I guess so. I it might I'm going to say orange as well. Okay, this is it. Strawberry or orange? Orange. <sighs> it's got to be orange. <sighs> I think I'm going to lean towards strawberry, but it's irrelevant. Orange is the ultimate fruit of 2021. Eat it now. Well an orange.
1: Did not, did not see that coming.
0: No, that for some reason orange is a solid one, but it's never one you think of as a chart topper. But I, no. and under extensive analysis, we've thoroughly discovered that orange <laughs> is the new black.
2: It's, it's yeah. the best fruit. It's of, did you say best. of 2021? So we all need to go away and eat
0: fruit all year, and we'll come back and do this again next year. Mm-hmm. And we are three months behind on our orange quarter, so you are gonna have to really pummel them in this month, boys.
1: Oh, well, man. didn't someone eat like? Twelve pounds <laughs> worth <Yes>. of orange <laughs> in
0: the pre- several kilograms
1: of orange. The previous episode,
0: they've upped everyone's um, current numbers just by yeah. you know, over. Yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. He was ahead of the game. He knew it was coming.
1: He did. He did. Excellent. I've got um, a, a sort of double barrel. Two, two questions here, both pertaining to food, but they're very short ones, so they're they're going hand in hand. Um, okay. From Stuart Christ, that's Stucalicious. Uh, Stuart says, I love pizza, you love pizza, but why does pizza in cartoons always look far more delicious than real life pizza looks?
2: Ooh. I think they use a similar technique to, you know, off of the adverts where they use PVA glue. Yeah. You know that cheese stretch from the cheesy crusts? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The stuffed crusts? It's never like that. No. Because they're fucking lying. And I don't know why they're allowed to do it. There's, I'm sure you've seen all the behind the scenes of food advertising where they just like it's not on a base level it's the real food but then they add loads of shit to it to make it like the cheese stretch or the chocolate (laughs) melt in a certain way and it's bollocks that's why it's big pizza lying to all of us it's still good though still good
1: lettuce is made out of like crepe paper and you know Ugh. covered with water and yeah they do all kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah the PVA good. glue poured onto like outer bix what's that then is crazy <laughs> it's fucking glue. just looks like slow motion milk but it's it's glue um, <laughs>
2: slow motion milk glue otherwise known as slow, slow motion, motion milk <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i think you're right though i think it's the stringiness of the cheese um mm. and also you can normally see instead of uh, cartoon stink lines. They do cartoon steam lines coming off mm. pizza. It's piping hot, which it never is when you order it in real life. That's why it looks more delicious because it's actually at an edible fucking temperature when it arrives <laughs> at the turtles' underground base. Yes.
0: I think there's one crucial thing you've missed. This is a, a secret in the cartoon food drawing industry is that yeah. if you look at most drawings or cartoons that feature pizza, there's usually very little in the way of tomato sauce. That's because it's actually just like a big wedge of cheese, like a puck of cheese that covers oh. the entire pizza. And it's that's actually the true Italian way to have a pizza. Is No tomato sauce, just pure cheese. with A few wow. things thrown on top. On, on top. on top? On top. On top. Perfect. I highly, highly recommend it.
1: Well, sticking with cheese, It's Gavin at It's Gavin's Words on Twitter says, The only question that matters on a burger, in all caps, cellophane-wrapped bright orange quote-unquote cheesy singles or <laughs> literally any real cheese. Now, I, I feel we might be about to split the crowd here because I am so against American cheese.
0: <gasps> no! Yeah. Cheese singles are great. They've got the, they're awful, but they know their purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Even on a burger. I know a lot of people would say I wouldn't have them anywhere else, but I do have them on burgers. I'm not even in that camp. I wouldn't have them anywhere. Wow. Ben, are you a fan of cheese singles? Evidently, Mikey is.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan of cheese I, singles.
2: I don't care, but like, it feels like a special occasion. I I feel like a non shitty <laughs> cheese, or should we just call it burger cheese? Because yeah. I struggle to believe that when you get like a premium premium burger, say from Five Guys,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I doubt that's cheddar. I might be wrong. But it'll be some kind of cheesy single. But I it feels like an expensive cheesy single. Yeah. It tastes it tastes good. Uh but when you go to a gastro pub or something and you get a burger from there, they usually have fancy ass burgers where it's like, oh, you can have brie with it. Yeah. Or, you know, expensive special cheese. And I don't mind because it all tastes like Savory
1: paste, <laughs>
0: isn't? That, at the end of the day, isn't all meal just savory paste?
1: Well, especially when Ben's <laughs> cooking it. By the sounds of it, that's what he if made.
2: <laughs> as long as it's, as long as it's not stuck to the the paper wrapping that the burger comes oh, in, yeah, more than it is in the actual burger. Then I don't usually mind. If there was a cheese board selection laid out in front of me. And they said, with a nice cream cracker, you can have brie, a bit of Wensleydale cheddar, or a Sainsbury's cheesy single. Mm-hmm. I would choose real cheese every time. But when it comes to burgers, ah, oh, it's a burger, isn't it? Like I'll just, I'll just go for whatever's coming my way. Even if it
1: was the same situation. So there's an open burger. Someone's taken the top. Someone's taking the lid off your burger. Yes. And there's a hot, piping hot, uh, patty there. The hmm. lettuce is cold, you'll be pleased to know today. Oh, yes, that's good. Um, and on the cheese board in front of you, there are cut to burger-sized shapes, various cheeses on options. So they're all square-shaped, but one of them has mm. been pressed into a square shape by a horrible machine and then wrapped up in cellophane. And the others are yeah, actual cheese. Would you... Uh,
2: hmm. my, my question is, are you in the room?
1: Um, no I'm not no one's in the room no one's gonna know apart from right now when you tell us what you would do
2: okay because if you were in the the room I would put the (laughs) shittest cheese on it possible (laughs) and I would make dominant eye contact the whole time yeah Uh, if I had a choice and it was all laid out for me I don't know. I suppose I'd mix it up because more often than not, you do get the cheap cheese, mm. mm-hmm. and I might try it with some expensive cheese as long as it melts properly. You don't want hard, cold cheese in your
0: no, cupboard. yeah, that's yeah. It's got to be warm and melty. It's got to be soft. You don't want it to be like a, a a point of you can feel it as a layer with your teeth when you bite through it. That's that's a bad cheese.
1: It's a bad cheese. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, there we go. That's that's food and cheese dealt with. It's time <laughs> for Ben's thing. Woo-hoo.
2: It is. I have gone back to the well. It's it's some weird fake news for the second episode running. Uh, this is me going to the subreddit, not The Onion, picking out some news stories that sound so absurd that they can't possibly be true, except they are. But maybe I've also mixed in some actual satirical news from website The Onion. Who knows? I'm going to read you the headlines. We're then going to go back through, and you can tell me if you think it's real or if it's fake. Are you ready?
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Headline number one: Nutritionist says pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals. <laughs>
1: oh. Okay.
2: Okay. Next headline: Man thwarted from committing mass murder by his pet bird. Oh.
1: Was it an armed cockerel? <laughs>
2: well, is anyone way to find out? <laughs> A woman bit off man's tongue in street brawl Oof. before seagull swooped down and ate it. Oh, God. Wow. Wowie. God, what an experience. <laughs> A man charged with identity theft after trying to apply for handgun carry permit as former President Barack Obama. <laughs> and finally... Study finds that Bronze Age remains often found in cheaper clothing because nicer clothing speeds up decomposition. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, first up, nutritionist says pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals, yay or nay?
0: (sighs) um, Nutritionally, cereals are pretty much nothing, aren't they? (laughs) It's just Mm. usually just little clumps of rice that you put sugar and milk onto. I can see this being
1: said for some things, but not not necessarily pizza. Because so, like, I think pizza is also, especially takeaway pizza, it's all just sugar and salt. Like, that's mm. really, it's just really bad. Um, mm. I can see a nutritionist saying, like, oh, uh, you'd be better off eating, you know, a rice cake than a cereal because it's nothing. That yeah. would be more believable. But, like, pizza must be worse, surely. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to say onion, I think.
0: I'm, I'm going to go true. I'm going to say we're eating healthy pizza for breakfast, boys. Mm. It's real.
1: Ah, nice.
2: What's better to eat for breakfast, pizza or cereal? Turns out it's actually pizza. Hey. The nutritionist said it's due to large amounts of sugar found in many cereals. Pizza may have more fat, but it has less sugar. Excuse me. Thus, Chelsea aimer tells The Daily Meal, you'll have a better chance of avoiding a sugar crash later on. Mm. You may be surprised to find out that an average slice of pizza and a bowl of cereal with whole milk or slow glue contain nearly <laughs> the same amount of calories. Wow. Um, pizza has more protein. Because of that, your appetite would be more satisfied and you would be more likely to avoid snacking. Good oh.
1: pizza, I suppose,
0: is better than Good bad pizza. pizza but, yeah, yeah. There's no
2: such thing as bad pizza.
0: <laughs> I had pizza for breakfast on Monday, so that makes me feel a lot more. Did you? Yeah, a lot Good. better with myself. Wow, you're powerful. Oh, it's 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 first pizza pe- morning pizza I've had in years, and it is a an almighty quivering feeling.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I like it cool. Don't even warm it up. Just just give me the cool break.
2: <laughs> give me that whole thing, bro. Uh, next headline, man thwarted from committing mass murder
0: by his pet bird. <laughs> uh, it could just be the man that Peter was talking about earlier.
1: <laughs> is it because he was going to commit mass murder, but then the bird did it instead, so there were no possible <laughs> victims? Yeah,
0: so, I mean, This is my chance. He's put the knife on my back. I can stop him before he enacts this horrible mm. plan. I'm,
1: I'm tempted to say real, only because I can't quite see the humorous the sort of punchline aspect of this in the onion even if you have changed it i don't see exactly what angle they're coming at it from if it's onion so i think i yeah, are real... gonna
0: go real as
2: well this is onion what the original headline was parakeet unaware its companionship the only thing stopping man from committing one of bloodiest acts <laughs> in american history <laughs> i
1: see that's good
0: very big fan of
1: that wow the hyperbole is good there that makes it
2: though he protects scores of innocent civilians every day of his life several reports confirmed wednesday that java a local parakeet is unaware the companionship he provides is the only thing stopping his owner area man david markopoulos from committing one of the deadliest acts in u.s history oh that's very sweet (laughs) yeah it goes on talking about budgies which is great uh next one woman bit off man's tongue in street brawl before seagull swooped down and ate it
1: too much in there for an Onion headline, surely. Like, there's that's just there's too much going on. It's got to be real.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be inclined to agree, but also just because that sounds like an amazing fight scene. Yeah. It's real.
1: Yes!
2: Um, so the beginning of this does sound like the lyrics to Eleanor Rigby, and I will resist <laughs> the urge to read it, given the subject matter. Okay. Uh, James McKenzie spat out, a piece of his tongue onto the street after Bethany Ryan, 27, had ripped it off with her teeth during an incident in Edinburgh. The gull then flew down and grabbed the muscle, making <laughs> off before the injured man could retrieve it. Edinburgh Sheriff Court was told about the grisly incident incident sorry, which left the victim maimed for life when Ryan appeared in the dock to plead guilty to the attack last Thursday. Oh my god.
1: Wow. Yeah. I read the yeah. news today, oh boy. <laughs> Seagull ate part of man's tongue. <laughs>
0: Poor James. Hearing it references a muscle. I don't know why. It kind of shocked me. I mean, it, it's, it makes it worse, doesn't it? Yeah, it just makes it feel more visceral
2: and. Yeah.
0: It's a bit horrible.
2: Yeah. Uh, next one man charged with identity theft after trying to apply for handgun carry permit as former President Barack Obama.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, I can um, so picture that happening in the Deep South or something.
1: Oh, God. Uh. Nah, I've I've got to go onion.
2: I'm going to say real. It's real. A Chattanooga man has been charged with identity theft after he applied for a Tennessee Enhanced Handgun Carry Permit under the name of the former US President Barack Obama. Robert Joseph Halleck was sent a denial letter from the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security Handgun (laughs) Permit Unit... (sighs) on November the 19th of 2020 due to an adjudicated or committed mental defective and active warrant in Michigan. On January the 21st, 2021, the state of Tennessee says that Halleck then sent another completed application form and a $50 check, but used the name of President Barack H. Obama and forged the former president's signature on the form. <laughs> Halleck also included a letter on the U.S. State Department's letterhead.
0: Wow. wow. So it wasn't even just like a funny joke, it was like he actually tried he to... He went for it. He really <laughs> went for it. Or he probably won the most famous names in America. <laughs> like they wouldn't know where <laughs> Obama was. Yeah. Oh, I guess there's another one in America. Yeah.
1: Oh, look yeah. at that. President Barack Obama's applying for a handgun oh. gun license. Oh.
0: Well, he paid $50, so... You know, <laughs> Fair
2: enough. This one. And finally, study... Uh, study finds that Bronze Age remains often found in cheaper clothing because nicer clothing speeds up decomposition.
0: I can believe this. Yeah, it seems too sciencey.
1: Seems too straight. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I don't think that's an onion article.
0: Yeah, understand what is it.
1: True is what it is.
0: It's an onion ah,
1: article. What? What for your twisted?
2: And it might be my trickiest work yet. <laughs> The real headline was Bronze Age Man would have worn nicer pelts if he'd known scientists would find his preserved body in a bog. Uh, okay. Wow. Caught off guard in one of his ratty old goatskin tunics, Bronze Age <laughs> tribesman Lugu claimed Thursday that we, he would have dressed in much nicer pelts had he known that scientists would find his preserved body in a bog 4,000 years after selecting the outfit. Shit, I would have put on a beaten reed underfrock and, you, and one of my nice ceremonial bears. Furs capes. If I had any idea that archaeologists in 2021 would exhume my body after its natural mummification in peat, said the hunter gatherer.
1: <laughs> oh, so I picked grapes off of the stem.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. just a life lesson there. Dress every day as if it's how you're going to be found in a hundred years by, by diggers. Yeah. At press time, Lugu
2: was reportedly objecting to being listed in scholarly journals as the Dartmoor goatskin bog hobo. <laughs> <laughs> and there we are, that's
0: my thing. I like that. That's great. Sorry, was bog. it Bog Hobo? Bog hobo. Ah, oh, that's that's how I want to be remembered as a bog hobo. <laughs> Michael Johnson. Bog, bog hobo. hobo. It just rolls yeah. off the tongue.
1: <laughs> Especially, I want I want British academics to inexplicably use the word hobo in naming me. <laughs> yes. you know, that, that British English word hobo. Yeah, that's, that's the great. one. That's what I'm aiming for. Uh, we've got one more question here. Quite fitting that it's coming at the end of the podcast, because Ooh. Becky at Becky Wilkison on Twitter says, you've been given the power to change the ending of any form of media you do not like books films tv but you can only pick one what do you choose
0: game of thrones (laughs) yeah just to save everyone's spirits
1: the whole final season or just sort of closer to the end
2: maybe closer to the well maybe the whole final season i'm not really sure because i'm not like a die-hard game of thrones fan i enjoyed going along for the ride with everyone else Mm. at the time and i thought the show was great and I remember you and I, Peter, so I think we feel the same, talking at the beginning of the final season about how people were, were in, like absolutely incensed at the previous season because there were huge gaps where they would suddenly teleport across the map and yeah. stuff between episodes. And you and I both agreed that, I, doesn't really, I don't really fucking care. Like it's still, It's still good. I still like it, and I'm just not getting caught up in the little details. And then they just they fucked it so bad yeah. <laughs> in the last season and i wasn't again i wasn't one of those people that was sad or upset or anything like that it was just it was just bad it was just bad television and I, it was just a shame and i would like them to do it better to do it again but better
1: even like there were moments and maybe like one or two whole episodes in that final season that i thought were fine like thought were good but ultimately mm-hmm. the way you know more and more things then started happening and twists and turns that I hadn't quite anticipated or hoped for and then I love I saw a meme the other day actually I don't know why it's still relevant but anyway it was um it was Tyrion Lannister saying And who has a better story than Bran the Broken? You know, because that was the reasoning that he became king. (laughs) And then underneath, it just had the faces of about 28 different characters (laughs) from Game of Thrones, all of whom had much better stories than the kid who just got pulled around some snow for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, did a little bit of wagging.
2: Taking, talking
1: vague nonsense yeah it was. he was so weird I just, I didn't like him at all he was just this strange and I know he's supposed to be because he's like been beyond the wall and is, he's the ghost inside your child all along and that's just kind of what his character was but oh man that was the thing I was most disappointed with I didn't care what happened I, I was like I could accept what happened with Daenerys and Jon Snow and stuff like probably wouldn't have chosen it but like fine okay but yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. Just he was the person after all that.
2: Yeah, it it was it was rubbish. So that I'm I'm not going to tell them how to do it because I don't know how.
0: But not that. Yeah, Let's do it again, but not that. Yeah, Mikey. I did. You guys ever watch Utopia? No. No. Oh, that it's a it's a really good like British kind of thriller comedy drama thing of like it's it's. It's quite a fun little um like conspiracy theory v- themed program where it's always like this secret underground government agency and people are starting to learn the secrets blah 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 and it got like two seasons done in the uk and then like it started like really ramping up and then it just got canceled because no one was watching it i watched oh, it the other week i, and I was like oh, really want to know what like what it all would have led to um there was an american remake but it's not as good as the original british one but if, if I was going to say something a little bit more fun than me just wanting to see the conclusion of a TV show like, I want the season finale of football to be all about Stoke-on-Trent Football Club. I want to see them rise through the ranks and become World Cup FIFA Revolution That's Soccer it. Masters. That's it, isn't it?
2: I would watch them win the World
0: Cup. Yeah, that would yeah. be... Some, some stars would have to align for that to happen. S- Stoke-on-Trent Football Club uniform is just bin bags, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I want to see that at the a big finale in a, in a massive stadium.
1: Historic club on the River Trent. <laughs> there <Yep>. you go. <laughs> I, other than perhaps the obvious answer, which is that I'm at the moment I'm playing through Haven Call of the King, the PS2 game that was supposed to be a trilogy, and the first of the trilogy that didn't happen ends with the villain winning, um, which is really stupid, <laughs> uh, and then it got cancelled and they didn't do the, the two sequels. So other than changing that so that you actually get through this entire game and feel some sense of achievement, I would... I remember being really disappointed by the Nicolas Cage movie <laughs> knowing um mm, oh this is I'm sure this is not the thing above all else that I would change the en- ending of because it wasn't that great of a film anyway but the worst thing about it was the ending so the the premise uh I really really liked and I remember going into it I think it was sort of in like my mid teens maybe and um These kids, Nicholas Cage's child's school class, dig up a time capsule from, I think, like 50 years ago, uh, where kids in their school buried, like, letters in this time capsule at the school. And then every kid in Nick Cage's son's class gets given a letter from the class of 50 years ago. And most people have got, like you know a little letter saying what's the future like do you have hover cars yet here's a drawing of a robot that i did i hope you've got a robot now and nicolas cage's child is very disappointed to just be given a sheet of paper covered from top to bottom in just a series of numbers um and then nicolas cage is like this cryptographer or whatever the word would be he's like a code breaker professionally and he's like sitting at home one night just looking at this kid's page of numbers and he he sees the numbers. I'm laughing because it's silly, not because of what I'm about to say. He sees the numbers 911 on there, mm-hmm. and another number next to it, which is like three thousand and and whatever. Um, and he realizes, wait, this has got 911 on it, and the death count, the exact death count, death toll of 911. And then he looks at other numbers and finds all these natural disasters and like terror attacks and things that have happened. And this kid has like predicted all these events and he works through and he, he assigns them all to natural disasters and stuff. And then right near the bottom, he realizes there's still like four or five events to go. Mm. And so then those events start playing out. Like there's a plane crash, uh, that you see. And, uh, then like there's the stinger from the trailer. I meant, I remember being like this, the, the love interest saying to him,
2: what happens when the numbers run out? (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, is it going to be like the end of the world? So it was really I've spoken for ages about the premise of knowing there, but like
0: uh, oh, It sounds fun, it's got promise Yeah, It's on Netflix,
2: I'm going to go watch it I think. Yeah. It
1: could be um, And then, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to know the ending of knowing Aliens oh. Aliens come down and take away his son and a girl, and they get taken to a planet and become Adam and Eve, and then the Earth dies. Uh, oh and that's no. that's the end. Oh,
2: they really just jumped the shark at the end. They
1: really, really do. It's a cool film, and then the last third is absolutely ridiculous um, and super disappointing. So purely from a point of view of, like, going in, I expected big things and I came out with huge disappointment. That is, like, my number one. Um, just the the expectation and the payoff was... Yeah. ...poles apart.
0: Ah, oh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. God's oh, sake. F- five nights at Freddy's.
1: Unbelievable. Well, is
2: is that it? Have we done the questions?
1: That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Well done, everyone.
2: Amazing. Thank you, Peter, for bringing those questions.
1: You're welcome. Thank you Thank to you. people who submitted them.
2: Absolutely. And it's now time for me to tell you that you can go to store.yogscast.com if you want to look at some merchandise. Isn't
0: that right, Michael Johnson? Hey, whoa, I thought you were stealing my bit there. Yeah. (laughs) So now it's my turn to talk about all the lovely stuff you can buy with our code. (laughs) That's right. We've got a discount code on store.yogscast.com, If you head over to the video section, you'll find a lovely little selection of clothing articles and mugs that you can wear and use. And even though the price is already the cheapest, most bargain, bargainerific, value-filled numbers you'll ever see, yeah. you can make them even better with discount code VIDIOTS at <gasps> checkout. No. And it won't just knock 10% off all the, all the little prices you see in front of you on the VIDIOTS section, but also beyond on the rest of the website, it's 10% off the whole shop. Whoa. Oh my God. Goodness my me. Hell. So you could buy uh, a new card game that the Oxcaster caster doing And also a t-shirt from us, if you're so fancy, with code VIDIOTS. We're also
2: available on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, all .com forward slash VIDIOTSOFFICIAL. And also twitch.tv forward slash VIDIOTSOFFICIAL. We're not streaming on there so often anymore, but you can find Mikey's streams and our streams on Parrot Boy and Team Triple Jump, respectively, auto-hosted on that twitch channel so just in case you can't be asked, you will find us there anyway streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations donate three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and join pod squad mikey hit us not literally but with the name with your rhythm stick thwack <laughs>
0: it's redders with Lakia. Ch- ch- okay Ksego Slovakia brings all the boars to the yard thank you for the generous donation Jonathan Grimwood's author Samuel De Barber as generous as always, Unstoppable Michael Malloy, Broken Bits of Brie, Bitter like Chocolate, KKB The Princess and the Glock Cheddar Slovakia nope sorry, fuck <laughs> did it again Cheddar Sovlaki delicious Sovlaki. Mm. Cheggers Loblakia Oh, it's Mr. Black
1: Oh, Mr. Black Yeah, it is You
0: got it. There him. we go che- Cheggers Le Black here. Did it, nailed it Oh, Bella's Secret Porn Stash <laughs> Awesome Fox Needs Good Vibes The Chegg Republic The Old Man and the Minge Think Stoke on Trent Cheggers stroke. Slovakia Oh, it says Stroke Stroke on Trent, sorry uh, Think
1: Stroke on Trent, yeah Oh, I'm
0: very sorry Think Stroke on Trent Cheggers Slovakia Emily Lemons, Cheggers Slovakia, Breggy Ronex X, Aaron Courtney Bit, Sexy Bitch, sorry, Cheeky Cheggers R.I.P., Cheggers Slovakia, Vizyets Vidiots Presenter Fanfic, Cheggers Lord Vakia, Not Lenny, and Cheggos Slovakia.
1: Also, Cheggos Slovakia, Steven Skodas Gooey Books Spittoon, Cassie Wolfhard11, Hideo Ko ready and the Fabs, Czechoslovakia, uh, uh, the very generous the blood sugar what dropped? Slovakia. Czech wins Slovenia, Czechoslovakia, Tristam, D.P.R. of Czechoslovakia. I'll see you when you get there. Czechoslovakia, it's the Czech Republic now. Czechoslovakia, R.I.P. Big Titty Jesus forty two, Chegov. Oh, Jesus. Che- Chegov's <laughs> Gundarpance. Peter Chegg's goalie helmet. Czech Republic. Oh, that's Petr Chegg's, isn't it? As in the goalkeeper. Ah. Oh. Petr Chegg's goalie helmet. Oh, my Chegg God. Czech Republic. Emily Lemon's ham flaps. United Slovak State of Chega. Making ferret pancakes. I'm not fucking reading that. The Michael Jugstone. Czech Republic, a.k.a. CheggChair. The Dom Inican Republic, Dave Benson, Philippines.
2: <laughs> Billy Apolis, Cheggers' Slovakian teen wife, Kez of Cheggers' Slovakia, Oliver, a real six year old. <laughs> Cheggers <laughs> loves Sakia, Cheggers' Slovakuma, Cheggers is a Slagia, Chegg wins win, The <laughs> Cheg Republic, The Cheggerga Republic, Cheggers Slovakia Alan Claw. Cheggers Slovakia. Mr. Macker. Kermit the Fog. Respect non owl Roy Hodgson. Cheggers Slovakia. Cheggers Slovakia. John Masella doesn't care. Chego Slovakia. Not even Wensley Dave BP. Thank you for being so generous. Cheggers Slovakia. Chief Kegwin of Slovakia. Cheggers Slovakia. The Real Quarantine, who was generous, thank you very much, Brave Entos and the Sex Pests, Triple Jump, and Shut Up Cheggers, You're Dead. We did it. Hey. We did it. Thank you, everyone, for your incredible generosity. Once again, streamlabs.com forward slash donations, £3 or more to join Pod Squad. Mikey, where can people find you?
0: At Powerboy on the Twitters. That's the best place to do a search for me where I post some of the lovely things that I'm doing. And I also stream on occasion at Twitch... At Paraboy on Twitch. Mm. Nailed it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. And Peter, where can people find us?
1: Uh, we are on Twitter individually at confused underscore dude and at that Peter Austin. Uh, but we're also working together as a team doing um, stuff on Team Triple Jump, which is Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch. Uh, Team Triple Jump, where we do streams, and we do lists, and we do worst games ever, and if and when we can ever go back to work, we may well continue with the likes of Rules Boss, and Mm. Prove It, and things like that. I mean, we'll we'll see what we can do when we get back, but, you know, it's all there. It is all there.
2: (laughs) Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's Rhythms... Very much appreciate it. Do we have a final question before we disappear?
0: Can you send us some great Photoshop's of Dave Benson Phillips for us to use in future? <laughs> our, yes. Our supply well is running low, and some <laughs> some fan or audience submissions would be really nice. Nothing means spirited
2: No. Just uh, just reply to the tweet of the of this new episode. With some nice photos.
0: Lovely photos. Like the kind of ones you'd show Dave's grandparents. Oh, that's nice. Isn't he doing lovely?
2: Yeah. He's doing great.
0: Wonderful. Well, we're going to go now, everyone. Look after yourselves and we'll see you in a couple of weeks'
2: time. All right then. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.